Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Lisa. And this is Two Sober Chicks. We are very excited to be with you today. If I had a BB gun, I would fucking shoot that dog in the leg right now. She doesn't mean it. No dogs are being harmed in the production of today's show. But he is being a little dick. He's my six-pound chihuahua, and he's on the other side of that door, and he is scratching at it now because we tried to lock him out. Who's the boss of this household? Not this guy. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you guys are enjoying our podcasts. We'd like to remind you that everything we say is our own opinions. We don't work for anyone. We don't endorse anything. We're just two chicks in recovery that share our experience, strength, and hope. Yeah. Although my friend Sarah is always saying, you need to get into therapy. You need to hang a shingle. What does that mean, hang a shingle? I have no idea. How old is she? <laughs> That's her Where saying, did that come from? Hang a shingle. Her mother was a therapist, so. Uh, Maybe like, it means yeah. plant a seed? How did that work for you? Your mother was a therapist. <laughs> yeah, okay. No. I said, no, I don't want to do that. Um... I don't have a degree. And that's the other thing we were going to say. We don't have degrees. We're not... Um, certified anything. Nope. Well, you will be one day. A certified pastor. Yeah. Well, ordained minister, but yeah, same yeah, thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just our opinion. And basically, it's our own journey through recovery. And we hope that by doing this podcast, I mean, we get a lot out of it because we get to spend time together. And these days, it's hard for us to carve out time together. So this forces us to be able to carve out that time uh, because we're doing it for you guys. And um, yeah, we just want to share our experience, our strength and our hope. And we hope that it helps you. If you have any topic suggestions or you want to let us know what you think about the show, um, yeah, or you have any questions at all about anything sobriety, send us an email at the number two soberchicks at gmail.com. We love your emails. And by the way, Karen from Boston, we love you. If I could do a Boston accent because they are so epic, I would totally do this in a Boston accent, but I can't. I went to Boston once. I visited Harvard. I visited a whole bunch of places. And I remember asking this man in a car with his window down, like, am I close to wherever? And he went, sort <laughs> And that is the only way that I can actually say a Boston accent. And I'm like, Boston. for a second, I'm like, what did he say? He said, sort of. Sort of. I was like, oh my God, please keep talking to me. Maybe he was having a stroke. You don't know. You <laughs> left after that. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> It was the first time I had P.F. Chang's was in Boston. And I was like, this is, I need to come back here for more garlic noodles. <laughs> we love accents. And it's so funny we because do. why is it me? I'm, I get pegged all the time. This all is the true. Emails, no one ever says, Julie, we love your Canadian accent. It's always Lisa. We love your Canadian accent. I, I didn't even know pe- I had one. I love that people think I'm American yes. because I just want to be one so bad. And I love that I have an accent apparently. So thanks. I know. It's very cute when I hear that. Mm-hmm. And I think, what do they hear in her that they don't hear in me? I don't say a boot. Maybe you do. Maybe I do and I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't about. hear it. About. 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 I don't about. Say a, about. A boot. A boot. <laughs> a toque. All right. Americans don't know what a toque is. I found that out. At least or my Or a friends. two by four. Or no, a two four. A two four. A toque. What are some other Canadian isms? Parka? Skidoo. Skidoo. (laughs) (laughs) And we say cottage, but I think Americans mostly say cabin. Right. What's a skidoo in the States? Snowmobile? Snowmobile. Okay. Yeah, skidoo's a brand name, but we just call it a skidoo. I remember when I was a kid, my brother used to have a skidoo suit, and I I inherited it because I inherited all the hand-me-downs in my family. (laughs) 
fifth child. That's okay. Mm. When I was a teenager, then my parents actually had money because there weren't five kids in the... So then I got things that they didn't get. So it all worked out. Yep. Suddenly I became a child in that moment. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Youngest child. All right. Okay. Topic jar. What are these two radical sober chicks going to talk about today? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Jesus just popped up on your phone. Say hello. Um... About sugar, about, I wonder if that sounded oh, Canadian. That's you. About sugar packets at Starbucks. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Me, bulk barn, I'm not the only one. Do you know what this means? <laughs> I can't remember why. I, see, I can't remember why I wrote it like that. Um, so my sponsee, Sarah, we would go to Starbucks. And when she would go to take her whole earth, what's that called it's not sucralose agave yeah special stevia stevia type sugar which is very expensive she would grab not one packet for her starbucks coffee she would grab a fistful Mm -hmm. and i would just watch and look at this and think "Hmm, we'll address this at some point okay (laughs) but and i don't know how she came across this i wish she was here i'd ask her um but she talked to me about it that day at lunch And she said, I finally realized that um, this is me being dishonest. And this is about me thinking that the world owes me. Interesting. I spend $5 on a Starbucks coffee, so it's okay that I... And then she said the word, steal a handful of stevia. Okay. And I was like, I'm so glad you came to that conclusion on your own. I thought it would be... Because she talks a lot about the disease of more... Mm-hmm. how it's like well i can take one but i want 15 because yeah. 15 is better i didn't know it would be the spin of yeah. it was about recognizing that she had been stealing and not calling it stealing just it's a sense of entitlement and I, we're not the only ones alcoholics do not corner the market on a sense of entitlement that's what i mean at the bulk barn i said oh my god that's funny that you did that stevia thing i used to um, go to the bulk barn and load up, let's say something like chocolate raisins. You know, they're heavy, they're mm-hmm. dense. And I'd use the corn nuts code. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is stealing. That's yes. stealing. Um, so yeah. So in sobriety, you learned that that's not okay. This just happened to me and I cannot tell you, I've been torn about this. So I went to the grocery store the other day. I put a giant heavy thing of Epsom salts in the bottom of the cart, Mm -hmm. did my grocery shopping, went through self-checkout, got to the truck and saw, oh, the Epsom salts I never paid for. All right. And there was a moment of like, I'll go back in. And then I thought, no, when I go next time, I'll just get them to charge me for the Epsom salts. Can I tell you, I've gone back and forth between it's fine. It's like $5. And it's like half of me wants to do the right thing and go and pay for Mm. it. And the other half is like, it's totally fine. It's the battle. I spend so much money at Loblaws. Like, I'm struggling with it. I still don't know what I'm going to do, by the way. Good and evil. It's what? It's the battle between good and evil. I still honestly have not made a decision as to whether or not I'm going to pay for those Epsom salts. Yes. You stole. (laughs) This is really good because what I didn't see is the top of the question. Mm -hmm. A listener asked, have your morals changed since being in recovery? Apparently yours haven't. Not all of them. Still struggling. St- yes. Still human. That's what I like to say. Yeah. We're a work in progress. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought you were going to say how it was eating away at you. That you had. It's not eating. The decision is eating away mm-hmm. at me. Do I or do I not? So for me, um, I would go back right away and rectify that because 
I would do exactly what you're doing. It's funny because if I go do the right thing, Mm -hmm. I will never have to struggle with this question again. But if I don't, it's going to keep coming back to haunt me. So now I'm going to have to fucking go to Loblaws right here because it's on the way home from here (laughs) and pay for those goddamn Epsom salts. And you know what? In the beauty of honesty and in the beauty of doing the right thing, Sometimes life surprises you. Yeah. You might go there and say, can I speak to customer service? Can I speak to the manager? You might talk to the manager and say, look, this is what happened. I walked out of here and I realized I had uh, not paid for these Epsom salts that were on the bottom of my cart. And I didn't have time to come back in that day, but I wanted to pay for it. So how much is it? They might go, well, don't worry about it. Yeah. My fantasy would be like, I'd be the one millionth customer walking into Loblaws and get like a giant check and balloons and be like, see, that's why. That's why this all happened. Yeah. Or they might arrest you on the spot. (laughs) You criminal, go to jail overnight for stealing Epsom salts. Mall cop. You entitled bitch. That's right. Yeah. So that's interesting. Have your morals changed? And uh, and I think it has a lot to do with that sense of entitlement, too, because I have yeah. struggled with that, you know? Um, yeah. Well, every time I walk into a doctor's office, I, like, look at the place thinking, what can I steal? I don't ever do it. But I'm like, look, there's all these condoms. There's tongue depressors. There's fun things like Q-tips. And I could use those cotton balls. And those cupboards and drawers are right there. Yeah. Like, what's in them? What can I put in my purse? Needles syringes all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. the i don't know if it's they like leave i don't know if they have prescription pads anymore which i never did but yeah probably sell those on the street for a pretty penny they probably <laughs> don't have them out on the counter anymore <laughs> well i don't think they do them anymore like mm. my doctor prints oh, no, them on a printer yeah, print and then printer. signs them yeah 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 so probably for uh, that very reason yeah so angelica um have my morals changed <laughs> most of them <laughs> Maybe just some at this point. Uh, how about, and some of the time. <laughs> yeah, some of them. That's a good answer. Have your morals changed? Some of them, some of the time. Yes. I think that's that perfectly describes myself as well. Um, that is interesting, though. I would say I got an email today about um, the six things not to do or six toxic behaviors in a relationship. Ooh. So maybe we should do a whole other, how much Let's time? do that we should, the next, on our next podcast. Okay, we'll talk about that. And that, again, That's to me, awesome. is a highlight of how my morals have changed in relationships. Yes. So you have morals for different things, right? So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That was a good question. <laughs> that was a good question. <laughs> and this is like confessional. I love how this place we are honest. Yeah. And we share things. Yes. The sober confessional booth. <laughs> it is. The, I love it. The doors close on this little room and here we are. What's our penance? Like, what do we dole out? You have to go to six meetings and call your sponsor eight times. Yeah. All right. Or say a prayer or something. I say don't know. a prayer. We'll light a candle at the end and pray for our souls. <laughs> if you believe in that My kind dirty up some salt soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy it's so stupid and insignificant like this is the thing that makes me laugh it's like it's you know i would never consider stealing something big Mm. that would actually benefit me financially like a tv it's something insignificant that i just Mm. want Mm -hmm. i just want to have that thing yeah i remember when i was a smoker Mm. so this is many many years ago um, and I don't know why I did this, but there was a, a rack of chocolate bars in front of the cashier <laughs> and I would drop things 
And then I'd, <laughs> I, as I'm down there, I'd slip something in my sock or in my boot just because it could. It was this weird, you know. What's I don't th- the connection to smoking? I don't think I'm a klepto just because that's why I was in a convenience store oh. buying smokes. And I'd usually drop my smokes on the ground and then pick them up and then pay for the smokes, which were really fucking expensive. But like pocket the 89 cent chocolate, chocolate bar. bar. What is what that? What the fuck? What is that? It's our like, sinful yeah. nature Did as I want to get caught? <laughs> Did it, was it my sense of entitlement that I just feel these smokes are really fucking expensive? So I'm going to steal this chocolate bar and fuck you, convenience store owner. I'm sorry, Ernie. No, just kidding. The human, my friend owned a convenience store. The human being is a very interesting Complex. and bizarre and tortured creature. Yes. It really is. Tell us how complex and bizarre you are. Why don't you unveil some of your deep, dark secrets and we will share them with the world. (laughs) Yeah, tell us what you have accidentally have stolen and Mm. haven't paid for. Oh, and this could be like, remember that that coffee table book? It was like postcards. It was like this weird thing where people emailed, no, sent postcards to this publisher of their deepest, darkest secrets. Oh, I love it. Anonymously. And then this person turned it into a coffee table book. That's amazing. And it was like, the things that were in there, that was like a really seedy book. It was amazing. It was so much fun to just like flip through. It'd be like, I haven't, still haven't told my, t- my husband about the time I slept with his brother at the wedding or something like that. On the washing machine. <laughs> they were fucking crazy. Yeah. So that just reminded me, maybe we could have a show like that where people sent us Unburden their- Unburden themselves mm-hmm. of their darkest sins. And crimes. And we'll read it out. And no one will know who you are. And we'll have a top 10. <laughs> okay, this one is... And we'll count them down. 10 to 1 being the worst. <laughs> That's next year's New Year's show. <laughs> All right, this is uh, Two Sober Chicks. The number two sober chicks at gmail.com is our email. We'd love to hear from you sometime. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.